I'm Jake. I'm Buddy. What are we talking about? Shit, shit. So this episode we're going to talk about Die Hard, probably one of our favorite movies. It it is my favorite movie. Is it I your favorite? Abs- yeah, it, the fourth one. The fourth one is down hands down my favorite movie. I could, yeah, that's what that's what got me into Die Hard. I was never a big Die Hard lore guy, and I think I know it's always been considered the Christmas movie of yeah for for men. But, um, <laughs> it, I never really like was a, I think the fourth one came out what 2007 That's right. came out on DVD. I went and read the movie. I watched it and I was like, that was when I was 2007 when I was starting to get heavy into the guns and everything. And I was able to recognize like some of the guns that were in that movie. Right. And I was like, Oh, I know what's going on. I know that what that gun is. That's cool that he's using that gun. And I was like, this movie's awesome. Everything's blowing up. And he's saying fuck a lot because I got the the unrated, uh, the unrated one. Um, and I was like, this is this is just the greatest thing ever. And I was like, well, this is the fourth one. I'm going to go watch them all. And ironically enough, it was around Christmas time. And I watched the first one and I was like, oh, this is kind of Christmas themed. And then the second one, I was like, oh, well, so is this one. This one's a little more boring. And then I watched, I, I, I've always had seen the third one, but I never paid attention because I was too little. And I was like, oh, now that I'm adult, this movie is awesome because it's full of uh, action. And it's it's funny, thanks to Sam Jackson and Bruce Willis's yeah. uh, chemistry. Yeah. And then I was like, well, the fourth one. And then fast forward, I think, seven years, we got the fifth one. Fifth one which we don't talk and about. And that was, well, so when that came out, I wanted to break my record of how many times I've seen a movie in a theater. And I was, I was a big diehard fan. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it with this one. I saw that movie five times in the theater. Ew. Yeah. I, if anyone could see the face you just made me right now. <laughs> That's um, disappointing. You previous, gotta... my previous record was, I think ghost ship at four times. Ghost ship was an awesome movie. Mudvayne made it. Mudvayne made it even it's better. So... <laughs> I liked Ghost Ship. <laughs> Such a random movie to have seen four times in theaters. I, I think we were just like finishing high school. Like it was toward the yeah, end. Yeah, it was like. We were 18. You could get into a rated R movie. And. I'm trying to think. I think I think my record is still Dark Knight. I think I saw that like seven times. And I loved it every single time. I'll, ne- I'll never break the five. That it was It was exhausting trying to see it. Like I did it twice in one day. Oh. I just I just went to back to back. I was like, yeah, so stupid. I can't. But, I I don't think I can do. I, I couldn't break a record like that anymore. I couldn't do. I don't think I, I I can't justify myself seeing a movie more than once in theaters. Usually, like the only time I think I did recently might have been Endgame. There was one recently that I did twice, and it may might have been John Wick. The th- the second one I Ooh, think did I, did I see twice. that no I'll tell you what I saw I know it was I saw it it I saw two days in a row and then I think I saw I think I saw Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse twice and then I do think it was like I think it might have been John Wick 2 I saw a couple times 
I'm trying to, I, I can't remember what it is. So one of the big things that I like to do is I enjoy going to the movies by myself. Um, Caitlin thinks it's just nuts. Um, she doesn't understand why I do it. And I'm like, because no one else is there. I can get my seat at the top underneath the projector. That's where I like sitting. Yep. It's always cool because you don't have all the other people in their mouth breathing. And you can actually just sit and enjoy it on this giant screen by yourself. You normally go in the middle of the day. It's yep. a little bit cheaper. Yep. And then you'll see a movie and you're like, this movie. And you'll get home and she's like, how was the movie, weirdo? <laughs> and I'm like, it was fucking great. And she's like, well, what happens? And I kind of give her a little synopsis and she's like, well, I really want to see it. And I'm like, fuck it, let's go. So I'll go watch it again. <laughs> and then normally I, I nap. But yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I just pay to see it and she'll go with me and I'll just nap. I remember going to see uh, John Wick um, uh, in theaters. I went after work one day. I was by myself. I was working at uh, O'Reilly at the time, and I had worked, I think I would worked a double that day. So I was in the theater, sitting there, and I started leaning over, and I was leaning over, and then I was laying in the next seat, and I fell asleep for like 20 minutes of that movie. I woke up, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so I was completely out of it. I've got you beat on that. But the first movie I ever went and saw by myself was uh, Rocky Balboa. Oh, yeah. No one else wanted to see it. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go see it by myself. And like, I was like, this is actually really kind of peaceful and, and comfortable. But the falling asleep. So I used to work night shift. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked a 12-hour night shift and got off. And I was like, I got off at 6 a.m. Captain America was playing at 2 p.m. And I was like, I'm going to stay up all day. And I'm going to go see Captain America by myself. So I get to the theater, and I believe it was a summer opening, so they had had the AC cranked in there. So it was super cool, super comfortable. I get up to the top, and this was at the Shelbyville Theater, and if you know, I'm sure you've frequented that a couple times. Yeah. The armrests completely come up. Yes. I'm the only one in the theater. I lay across four seats. <laughs> the movie starts. <laughs> he, I remember the to the point to where I took the serum, become super soldier. I fell asleep. I wake up at the train fight where they're fighting on the train. Yeah. I woke up at end credits. <laughs> and I got up and I was like, well, shit, I just paid $8 to nap. <laughs> was it a pretty good nap, though? That was great. I, I, <laughs> I, it was, it was, I, I missed so much of that movie to when it came out on DVD. I rented it and I was, I started watching it and I was like, yeah, I don't. Like I've seen this movie in a theater, and there are like some movies that you forget certain parts when you see it in the theater, and when it comes out on DVD. And I was like, I I I basically didn't watch this movie. Like I slept the whole time. I uh, the first movie I went to go see by myself in theaters, I believe, was The Fourth Dimension. I've never even heard of that. That one, it's that an is. alien movie. It's a quote-unquote found footage alien movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's Based on true events, real hand quotes, hand quotes, yeah. And uh, it, uh, I remember being happy. I went by myself, and there was nobody else in the theater because I was sitting there watching it. And then this part came up, and it's like a therapy session. And uh, the girl's talking, and all of a sudden, just lets out this blood curdling scream, and it made me jump out of the chair. And I was like, I was like, oh sh! I've, and I don't jump at scary movies, and that made me jump so hard. I was like, I am glad nobody saw that because I jumped like a bitch. Like it looked like I was 
a child that just got scared. And it was not a good movie, but <laughs> but it was definitely I remember it because of that particular moment. Um, so Disney owns Die Hard. Fuck. Maybe. Maybe fuck. They like. I, um... They're they're doing good with what they've got so far, uh, and there were talks as soon as as soon as they acquired Fox that they're going to. Not remake, but reboot the Die Hard franchise. Uh, and what I had heard initially was a TV show. Like Disney Plus TV show? So, if if they were to do that, if they were to do a Disney Plus, because we'll go back to... Th- this podcast is supposed to be us talking about possible reboot of Die Hard. Yeah. I'm not for it. Um and I was I was trying to do research so I would have some talking points and and I'm just I'm against it, but um, I know there was a comic series because again I'm a diehard nerd yeah and I own some of them uh, yeah. diehard year one yeah I would be a four issues I believe yeah I would be 100 percent okay if they did a diehard year one that's what I heard that led to uh, Noctobi. Yeah. And then just st- like show, show him and Holly's, uh, up and downs and, yeah. and how it led to her going out to LA and him staying in New York and then give me McLean the movie and then no more. John so McLean is no more. What? So that's initially what it was. And that's what I consider a reboot where you can ultimately use the same actors, but it just refreshes the, the brand. So, because let's face it, that fifth one was trash. Yeah, it was. Um, it, it was bad. So Die Hard is something like me and my dad watch that all the time. Every time a new one comes out, we would go to the theaters to watch it. Um, so we went to watch that one. And my dad is not like he's not a theater person. He doesn't talk during movies really. He he's not that person. But uh, we were watching that movie, and uh, whenever John McClane bumps the big old tank off the road with his little truck. My dad leans over. He's like, that wouldn't happen. And I was like, nah, I didn't think so either. And then the entire movie, all John McClane keeps saying is I'm supposed to be on vacation. And my dad finally leaned over. He's like, no, he wasn't. That's not why he's there. And I was like, I know exactly. And after the movie, my mother, um, you know, picked us up because we're 10 and, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did she give guys give you guys money for popcorn? Yeah, she did. <laughs> so she's like, "How was the movie?" We were like, "It was all right." Like we we're really trying to defend it, and then finally, I was just like, oh, "What a piece of shit that movie was." I I watched it five fucking times in the theater, and then they're like, "Work!" And they're coming out with a director's cut, and I was like, "I'm buying that. It's got to be better." And they really didn't add anything else into it. Um I don't think there was anything different. So it was just a marketing thing where yeah. it was just like director's I th- cut. I literally, I think it was maybe three or four minutes extra. The, I think originally the runtime in the theater version was only 97 minutes. Yeah. I and think I is. think the director's cut was 103. So it wasn't so not it. even 10 minutes. Disappointed me. Um, but Again, super big Die Hard fan. Yeah. It, it is a staple. It's it's a Christmas Eve tradition for me. Yep. I watch. I have to, like, no matter what, because my wife's family is a pretty big family, and they always do 
Christmas Eve stuff. So I'm like, no matter what time we get home, I still got a two and a half hour movie to watch. So let's wrap this shit up and let's, let's, let's get, get going. At least get me home by nine, ten o'clock. So I'm not there when Santa comes. I mean, yeah. I, I can't be awake when he shows up. He gets pissy about yeah, that shit. Don't want me to see him. Um, I, yeah, I, I read uh, him, one of the, I think the writer of either the fourth one, I think it was the fourth one came up with a story idea for uh, a sixth one that never came to be. Is this the um, <clears throat> they, anniversary of Nakatomi? Yeah, so they take him to Japan. Yep. And what I had heard is for some reason, Sam Jackson, uh, Zeus goes back with him. Yeah. Like maybe they're super good friends. And Al Powell yep. goes back with him. Yep. And then what I had heard is happens is obviously some shit goes down. Um McClane gets super fucked up and starts having flashbacks to like Die Hard Year One. So they were almost going to have it as a sequel, prequel, and yeah. one movie. And then that possibly completely got scrapped. But I know, um, is is McClane still possibly a go? Because that's now, they changed it from uh, Die Hard Year One, or it, it might have had another title. Yeah. So now it's just McClane. And the last I had looked is it's still on. It's the last I looked, it's still on, but again, it's one of those, it's become, it's come to a point now where it's like, I'll believe it when I see it, because... He's getting really old. Yeah, I I honestly don't think, I don't think that he can do it anymore. He said, right after 5 came out, because I, again, I was, I was super excited when they announced 5, then I'd seen it five times <laughs> um, that he wanted to do six and seven and then call it a day for John McClane. So I was like, Oh, this is great. It's when, when 2014, fuck, that was almost 14 years. That was almost, that was a long time ago that the fifth one came out. Yeah. So back then he was in his fifties and he's like, I want to do six and seven, call it a day. And I think he's like 65 now. Yeah. I maybe think, older. Yeah. That's, you know, I'm going to look that up actually. Cause I'm not hundred percent sure how old he is. I just know that one, his abilities have gone downhill since his abilities have gone downhill. His battery commercials are pretty cool. <laughs> but he acts like he just doesn't care when he does stuff anymore. And it's he does a lot of um, straight to Netflix movies. Yeah. Like this one where he's in with uh, Lana from WWE. Oh, yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah. So he's 66? He's 66. God. Now, granted... You know, Harrison Ford's getting ready to do Indiana Jones 5, and he's 120. Okay, think of it this way, though. You are a 66-year-old man. you got to figure, by the time if a Die Hard 6 comes out, you're going to be 68. I mean, from right now, it'll be at least two like years. They, if they started because they've not filming, even started production. Yeah, it was like, started writing it right now. Yeah, he'd be so, about 68. Unless... I mean, all cop movies, I mean, look at Bad Boys and um, Lethal Weapon. When they get old, there's a retirement movie. Yeah. It's going to be hard for me to believe, but I'll still go fucking see it because it's John oh, McClane yeah. and Bruce Willis. It's going to be hard for me to believe that John McClane is a 68-year-old New York City detective because at that age, they would have done said, no, you're done. Go. Yeah. You're too, you're too fucking old. Get out. I think... Um... Whatever, if they do another one with him in it, it's going to have to be he's already retired. Or it'll be the retirement movie where, like, it's his last day or... 
But I mean, he Whatever. he's had to have been retired now for ten years. Yeah, like that's, that's yeah. They would, so it would have to be him being already been retired. And he just gets into some shit. I see the the anniversary party for the Nakatomi Plaza where he saved the day. That's the best bet. That's the one thing that would make sense because he can be retired and they're just celebrating him because he was the hero. And yeah, bring Sam Jackson in because fuck it, why not? They're friends. Uh, even though he wasn't even mentioned in the fourth or fifth one. Uh, Neither was I, I. Give Al Pal some credit. Like he, he was in. He was in first two. First two. Yeah, he got nothing in the third one. Nope. But they already had their token with Sam Jackson in the third <laughs> one. <laughs> we don't need you anymore. Yeah, we don't need you. Go we got a better matters. one. <laughs> <laughs> You're hanging out with Urkel now. We got this guy that loves to say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect for us. <laughs> I always thought um, if they were to remake Die Hard, uh, like actually remake it, they need like a they need just like a dude. Like, There's only one person that I would be okay with filling the mantle of John McClane. Who's that? Chris Pratt. Really? That's it. Really? I don't. I can't playing unless... John McClane or playing a John McClane like character. Yes. Oh. I I don't I don't ever want I don't they I can't no one can be ja- named John McClane. They shouldn't they, remake it anyways. Like huh? they shouldn't remake it. If they really no. want to continue it on with a different actor, just it's a legacy movie. Just let it be die hard with you know, a new guy. Yeah. Why I mean, it would kind of be cool to retort back to um what was the the book's character's name? Do you have any idea what his name was? No, I did know it for a while. Um I know it wasn't John McClane. It was no. I'll look it up. We're gonna we're gonna have to go to Google a few times on this. Aren't we? Yeah, we are. John McClane. I don't remember the name of the book either. It was in. It's not any given day, is it? Yeah, it's like. Uh, hang on, let's see. What's the name of the book? I want to know if I knew what it was. Nothing lasts forever. I was way off. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Is a 1979 action thriller novel by American author Roderick Thorpe. Yep. A sequel to his 1966 novel, The Detective. Yep. Uh, the novel is mostly known through its 1988 film adaptation, Die Hard, starring Bruce Willis. Let's see what the character's name was. Characters. Joseph Leland, an aging, retired New York police detective on his way to Los Angeles to visit his daughter for a Christmas party hosted by her boss. Have you have you actually read a synopsis? I, you, you, so you know nothing about it. I know that? nothing about okay, it. Okay, so in the book, when Hans goes off, which is it's not Hans in the book, um, Hans and his daughter go off. So, yeah. So his daughter and, dies in yeah, the Yeah, in the book. Yeah, in the book. The book is super depressing. Um, I had a friend of mine, I don't, and I honestly don't remember who it was, has read the book, because I'm, again... Dyer's number one fan. Seen it five times. The fifth one, which is a shit movie in theater. <laughs> um, he, I was like, I'm going to buy the book and I'm going to read the book. And he's like, fucking don't. <laughs> it's stupid. He's like, it's nothing. He's like, it's Die Hard is extremely loosely based on that book. He's like, don't do it. And I was like, all right, because I don't like to read anyway. But I thought because I'm such a big fan, I'm going to read the book. Read, yeah. Nah. See, now they could. So they I Wikipedia could. and read everything about like the, the big differences and his daughter it's either the bad guy throws his daughter off the building or they go down together i I can't exactly remember which one it was but his daughter goes off the building see now that'd be really cool to do a series of movies 
on Joseph Leland. Yes, I'd be okay with that. And then you could do that and have a different character. John McClane stays intact. You could do that. That'd be fine. But I think, I think Chris Pratt has the action star and the smartassery that a John McClane could pull off. Because you, you don't want to exactly copy John McClane, no. which Chris Pratt's a little bit different than Bruce Willis. But I think you still need the smartassery and the action star. I think... Um, Almost Star-Lord-like. Yeah, a little bit. Sort of. But in, in the book, uh, the Leland, Joseph Leland, is that what it... He's super fucking old. And like, he's he's basically almost so retired. that's now they could do John McClane like that. Yeah. that And that's how it originally, I think, was. But you would... Obviously, Chris Pratt is... I think Bruce Willis is 29 when he did Die Hard. And I think Chris Pratt is in right. 30s. So, I mean, I, yeah, I guess you could... They, um... I know originally they weren't going to have... It wasn't going to be Bruce Willis. It was going to be Sylvester Stallone. Uh, I heard Schwarzenegger was there. I heard that as well. I heard Schwarzenegger was one of them. And then they finally talked him into just like a regular dude from, from what, Honeymooners. If, if it would have been Stallone... Moonlighting. Or, that was what yeah, it was. It was yeah, Moonlighting. Stallone or Schwarzenegger, it would have been a completely different movie. Way it different. It basically would have been like Commando or Rambo. Because they would not allow themselves to look vulnerable at all. No. So you wouldn't have had barefoot... Schwarzenegger or Stallone, you wouldn't have had limping around. It would have been just like. Can you imagine either one of those with the Yippie Kaye motherfucker line? Yippie Kaye motherfucker. I'm not even going to try Schwarzenegger doing it. <laughs> Schwarzenegger would have been better. <laughs> um, he would have sounded like Hans saying it. <laughs> Yippie Kaye motherfucker. I liked uh, in Die Hard whenever uh, Hans Gruber does the American accent and uh, John McClane's like, he's like, it's pretty tricky with that accent. I was like, was it? Was it tricky? Because it, it sounded like a foreigner trying to do an Will American accent. Will Clay. Okay. Always, that part always bugs me. I'm like, was it tricky? Are you that bad at American accents? Like, John McClane's like, yeah, that was a good accent. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was bad. <laughs> that was the movie that made me fall in love with Alan Rickman. Like, that was... <sighs> I didn't know... Like, Again, I was I was new to Die Hard when I really got into it. Again, the fourth one was the first one I ever... Because, I mean, you remember being a 90s kid. On every Friday night, normal TV played a movie with commercials... It didn't cuss, and your parents would sit and watch that movie, and you would probably sit there and play and catch pieces of it. Yeah. So I had seen Die Hard before. Just in little bits and... Just never really cared. Become an adult to where you can watch actually pay attention and enjoy movies. And, like, I'm a, I'm a guy's guy when it comes to movies. I Chick flicks I can't do. I'm sure you do and I do. I cry. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no shame. The, the the comic book. I just like guy movies. Um, there aren't. I'm trying to think of a chick flick movie that I actually consider. Ten things I hate about you. Uh, which one is no? Uh, fuck. It's got um. Steve Carell's in it. Ryan Gosling. Oh, uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah, that one was okay. That's a good movie. That was okay. Um, I can sit and watch it, but. Other than that, 
Like it's you gotta have. I'm I'm a huge action movie. Love them all, except Liam Neeson's. But we've talked about that. <laughs> uh, other reasons besides the fact that every single one of them is just a taken under a different name, pretty much the same premise anymore. It really is. But I I just love my action movies, and it all it all started with Die Hard Four. Live free, Die Hard. The first one I watched was uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. And it's still my favorite one because it was the first one I watched. And it was, I remember, I remember my dad watching the original Die Hard, but like I wasn't allowed to watch it. But I remember seeing clips of it. First time I was able to watch one was Die Hard with a Vengeance. And I remember I had, did not get the reference to Hans Gruber. So, no. so all I saw was the dude falling. I'm like, what is that? What happened there? And finally I was able to watch it. And I was like, oh my God, it all makes sense now. But Die Hard with a Vengeance is still my favorite one. I think Jeremy Irons was a fantastic villain in that movie. Yeah. Um, Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson together. Gold. Yeah. Now, watching it now, knowing what I know of the Die Hard movies and the story behind Die Hard with a Vengeance, I was like, clearly it was not a Die Hard movie. No, it wasn't it was meant, ne- to, be. It was never meant to be a buddy. Because- a buddy cop movie yeah. called uh, Simon Says. And then, and then they let's slap Die Hard on this. Yeah, they're like just put. Let's see how much more money we can make. Oh shit, it was a lot. Yeah, they made (laughs) a bunch of money on that movie, and they still are. It's 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 a damn good movie. I enjoy it. I like. I might watch it if you leave. Uh, but it's um, yeah, it's I. They're gonna reboot it. I whether they reboot it or remake it. Uh, it's gonna happen, and I'm just gonna have to accept it. It's. I'm going to be a fucking child when it comes out. Like, I'm going to be, I'm not going to go fucking see it. I'm not, fuck this movie. I know me. I'm going to be a child when it comes out. And everyone's, all, all of my other buddies are going to be like, you're going to go see it? I'm going to say no. Because uh, Skyscraper with The Rock. Yeah, that's Die Hard with The Rock. Yeah, I've not watched it. And I have no intention on watching that movie. I want to watch it because The Rock with one leg is pretty funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> He's got one of those like pating pating legs. Like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's... But it's just like I haven't watched it either. I heard it was like fine. Like... I have no idea. I I won't watch I, again. I'm being a fucking child because I've got one friend that it went and saw it in the theater, <laughs> and obviously I saw the trailers and I'm like, come on, like it's obvious. This is giant black John McClane. I was like, S- you can't no. So I had a buddy that goes. You say giant? S- you mean like the dude is huge? <laughs> friend goes and sees it. Um, comes back and every every other Monday, some friends and I we all get around sitting around this giant table. Looks like Sons of Anarchy because we're all giant bearded guys. Talk about guns and politics and smoke cigars and they get drunk. But he's like, have you seen Skyscraper yet? And I was like, no, fuck that movie. And he's like, it's just like Die Hard. And I was like, yeah, fuck that movie. <laughs> so every time, like, he'll he'll be like, yeah, it was better than Die Hard. And I'm like, you Ooh. know I'm bigger than you, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> fighting words, man. Oh, yeah. It's hard to find an action movie that's as good or better than the original Die Hard movie. I would say. I don't, in, in my opinion, and people are going to probably jump all over, all... All 12. 13. 13. My okay. wife listens now. Oh. Because, mainly because I was yeah. on here. <laughs> but we listened to you our whole way back from our vacation trip, which was like 18 hours uh, on the way back from Florida. Going to fly next time. That was a little rough. <laughs> that was, that's a rough drive. But, oh, yeah. But so we are, even with me on here, 
you were still up to your was it thirteen? Yeah, thirteen. Thirteen. No, it was twelve. Yeah, it was twelve because so with me on here, we're still at twelve because we went to eleven. We went to eleven on the last step, yep. uh, uh, <laughs> which was great. <laughs> That's so, your proof. I was like, yes. <laughs> I've never been so excited to have so few fans. But all all twelve of them are going to be like, no, they don't know what they're. There's got to be an, a better action movie. But yeah, I would say Die Hard's probably the the man's normal guys is probably the best action movie. I would there. I would say. John Wick probably is the closest, <clears throat> a close number two, and that's mainly again. And I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast you and I did, or if we talked about it off. I think it was off the podcast. His training behind it. And yeah, his... it's it's like someone that actually goes out and trains with firearms and knows about that stuff. You see that movie, and you're like, oh, they're they're doing it right. Die Hard, no, they nah. don't. Do, and that that's one thing that irks me about the, the the first couple Die Hard movies because I mean you get in eighties and nineties. No one thought about No, it was just guns and gun, gun go. play. Yeah. Yeah, like so the Beretta ninety two, which is what McLean uses in one, two, and three, has a decocker on it. So in movies you see them always pull the hammer back or drop the hammer down. Now, there's a little thing on the side that'll do that for you that's a lot less dangerous. But watching him in Die Hard 1, he lowers it with his thumb. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? That's not how you do that. <laughs> um, Die Hard 4. And that was another reason I probably Die Hard 4 is always my favorite. And it was, the fir- again, first one I saw. But I was getting into guns. And the gunplay in that movie really isn't that bad. Um, he... Does not carry the Beretta in that movie. It's a Sig uh, P220, which is 45, compared to his nines and the others. You're just looking at me like I don't know what uh-huh. the fuck you're saying. <laughs> yes. Uh, but the, the, he actually does mag changes, and but there are a couple points to where it's like, yeah, that gun does not shoot that many times. They, but then you jump to John Wick, where it's like accurate as shit, and it's like, and it's not just that. It, you know what really impressed me a lot about John Wick was. Um, they had these long fight scenes that had no cuts. No. Like, if you go and watch... I'll, the example I always use is Taken 3. The scene where he's jumping over a fence has, like, 37 cuts in it. For I never him, saw that one. For him jumping over a fence. Them. It's... It, I, I I do enjoy the Taken movies. Even, like, the first Taken, I think, is fantastic. Yes. Uh, second one is not as good. Third one's... I think the third one's better than the second one. Is- one of them, his wife, die. Yeah, that's that the third, third one. Third? Okay. Yeah, and he's he's the suspect. He's the one they think did it. Um, oh, so it's it's him on the run. Uh, the fuck was that movie? Oh, um, seriously. Oh man, Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones, Fugitive. Fugitive. <laughs> ah, jinx. <laughs> Basically, yeah, it's the Fugitive, but it's uh not as good as that. Um. It's not a bad movie. Like I said, I think it's better than the second one because the second one is literally just retreading the first one. The second Fugitive was a good movie. Uh, U.S. Marshals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was nobody. Nobody really. Wesley knows. Snipes. I heard they're going to do a third one where he's running and uh, evading taxes. But uh. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. Nobody knows that that's a sequel to The Fugitive. Like, I. How could you not? Like it was. It was. Uh, Marketed as a sequel to The Fugitive. Uh, no, it was from the same... What they say? It was like the same world. Or Robert something. Downey Jr. was in that. Was he in that? Yeah. 
He is okay. So you have uh, Tommy Lee Jones is the the U.S. Marshal. Uh, Robert Alding Jr. was the young Marshal that actually ended up being the bad guy. Oh, yeah. I hope I'm not talk, thinking I, of something else. I think I'm, you're right. Look it up. Get that phone back out. Yeah, that uh, phone out. Let's look at look this. at the cast. Because that was another um, in the fugitive or in the U.S. Marshals. U.S. Marshals. You should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does Robert Downey Jr. carry some flashy gun in that? I remember Tommy Lee Jones is like, "Get yourself a Glock." They do this and that. And... Yeah, uh, U.S. Marshals. I don't remember super well. Rewatch it. Uh, I want to. There was U.S. Marshals. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. Film. There super young Robert Downey Jr. before the coke. Probably while he was doing the coke. Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tommy Lee Jones was his next Robert Downey Jr. as DSS Special Agent John Royce. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he ends up being the bad guy. Where's the plot? It's been a long time since I've seen it. I probably need to rewatch it too. That's uh not as good as the fugitive, but yeah, he becomes the bad guy in that movie. He's the he is the bad guy in that movie. Like he shoots one of his partners. <laughs> yep. Um in a hospital I believe it's in the hospital he shoots his I think that's what it said. Goes yeah. out a window or something. That's a... Uh, uh, Wesley Snipes wants to come back for Blade. I was actually getting right because I think you and I had talked about this. Uh, he like he wants to be no one else is Blade but him. That's like it. he's he's kind of super set on he's just Blade, right? Yeah, that's what he thinks. Even though they they already cast a fantastic actor to take his spot, and they're gonna remake or reboot the entire thing. He's like, I want to come back and be Blade. You know who they could make him in that movie? Dracula. Okay, that's better than what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> there were some people, I saw that online, somebody said they could bring him back and he could be Dracula in that movie. And that could be uh, the main villain. That would be pretty cool. That's I'm not even going to finish with what I was No, what were you going to say? I could... Because I, I can't remember the guy, the character's name. Um, Chris Christopherson. Oh, Whistler. Whistler, yeah. I was going to say Whistler. Oh, see, that would be good. I like that, That's actually. what I was going to say, but I think Dracula's better. It would be fun to see him with Dracula. I, I don't think... Who played... In this shitty '90s comedy, who was Blackula? Um, it wasn't called Blackula. What was it called? It's called uh, Vampire in uh, Brooklyn. Was the character called Blackula? I don't think so. It was uh, Eddie Murphy. Okay. We, I, just, me, I, just, me I was hoping Mich- it wasn't Wesley. I was like, I wouldn't be able to watch. Like, I, I never watched that. Me and Michelle literally just saw like it was like it's on Amazon Prime or something like that, or maybe Netflix, and. Uh, I told her, she asked, she's like, was that a comedy? I'm like, I can't even remember if it was supposed to be a comedy or a horror movie because it was, I watched it when it first came out in like 97 or whatever. Wasn't impressed with it. I don't like Eddie Murphy. I don't think he's that funny. And it wasn't that good of a movie, but like, I kind of want to watch it. If there were more than 12 people that listened to this, you would be like, people would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I agree, but they're like Martin Lawrence, such a better comedian. Than, I think so than Eddie Murphy. Yeah, uh, and I don't even particularly like Martin Lawrence all that well. But I actually, he, I actually do. I like. I think he's big fan of stand up, and like obviously it's different cultures. Martin Lawrence's stand up is going to be completely different from Larry the Cable Guy or Ron White. Absolutely, but yeah. the jokes are still funny. Yeah, no matter what. I just watched um, Kevin Hart last night, uh, which I've watched. He's probably the number one comedian out right now, I think, stand-up-wise. He's probably the highest. I think he is the highest paid. Yeah, oh, like it, yeah. it goes in, It goes in like 
every now, every so many years, a different comedian just blows up and is like number one comedian, and they're throwing millions and millions of dollars at him. Like at one point in time, Jeff Foxworthy was yeah, the, highest the highest paid. Larry the Cable Guy was. Larry the Cable Guy, um, uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld, for which I don't understand. Um, do you like stand up? I love stand up. What do you? Th- well. Not too many people listen anyway, so no one's going to take us off for this. What do you think of uh, female stand-up comedians? I think they're uh, – I, I think there's funny ones, um, but the, I How don't – How many? Um, I, I have a hard time finding – Nikki Glaser is fucking hilarious. Um, she actually did the uh, – back to Die Hard, the Bruce Willis uh, roast. She was the blonde. Yeah. Uh, I think Whitney Cummings is uh, pretty funny. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres – Ellen Before Jones she was, I guess, hates everybody. And yeah, super mean. which was depressing. <clears throat> Rosie O'Donnell was, was pretty actually funny. kind of funny. Uh, I never, but not too many women nowadays. Like I've, I've seen Kathleen Madigan live, and I, I she annoyed. Well, she was just boring. Yeah, my my whole thing um, uh, is like like I never really. I liked cannot it. stand Amy Schumer. Getting right, as literally yeah. getting right, as coming out, I was like. I I never have been a huge fan of Amy Schumer. Most of the cast of current cast of Saturday Night Live, uh, uh, what is her name? Uh, she, the, she was the fucking cheetah. Oh, um, uh, Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Yep. Nope. Can't do. I don't. Think anyone she's that funny. was in the female Ghostbusters that I have not seen, none of them. Now here's the thing, I don't like Melissa McCarthy. Can't stand. I don't like Kristen Wiig. Nope. Uh, I don't care about Leslie, Leslie Jones. Jones. Nobody uh, does. Kate McKinnon, I thought, was a godsend to that movie. Does she do stand up? No. No, she's just... not. Not as far as I know. Um, I thought she was the best part of that movie. Um, followed very closely by Chris Hemsworth. Um, but in that movie, Kate McKinnon or uh, Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, Kate McKinnon, and Leslie Jones worked really, really, really well together. They were a, a good group on their own. Can't stand them. I won't. I just. I. I probably won't ever watch that movie. I just have no interest in seeing it. That's uh, Zach finally watched it. <laughs> I, I, he didn't like it. Yeah, I saw. I. I listened to your podcast, you two talking, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm not." Yeah, he not watched it. And, uh, I like it. I think it's funny. You like so much more that everyone else hates. They really do. <laughs> like I went to the. Okay, so here's what I think happens with that movie. My expectations were so low. When I went to go see that movie, I went, I went twice to see that movie in theaters. First time is because all those trailers for that movie were terrible. Not good at all. It gave me no hope for the movie, but I was like, I want to go to the movies. Had nothing else going on. Nothing else was planned. I was like, fuck it. I'll go watch this. Laughed the entire time. Thought it was hilarious. I told Michelle about it. We went the next day to watch it. Laughed the entire time. Thought it was hilarious. I own it. I own the unrated. Don't watch the unrated version. If you ever do watch it, don't watch it because it's just. You ever watch like in the in like those um like forty year old virgin knocked up and all that yep. where they have like the lineorama where it's the same line but just different interpretations uh-huh. of it. It's that, uh-huh. and it's like they put the entire lineorama in the movie. It's so bad. Like it just doesn't make sense. Doesn't fit. <clears throat> but it's. I like the movie. I think it's funny. But I I know I'm in the minority. Yeah, I, but, I won't see it. Um, Before that, what were we talking about? Ah, die Hard. No, uh, I knew that, but that, uh, female female comedians. Oh, just stand up in general. You stand up. Blackula and Wesley Snipes. Was uh, do you like? Uh, I like um, Nate Bargatze. I don't know who that is. 
He's has a couple Netflix specials. You should watch. Okay. They're really really funny. Is he the guy, the college humor guy? That's is he Batman? No, that's Pete Holmes. I didn't know that was his name. I've watched I've watched his stand up, and I'm like, he's so much funnier as like Dirty Batman. He is. Like his stand up is okay. It's There's, not bad, but it's. There not... are certain comedians that just they wear me out. Um, Jim Gaffigan is from Indiana, so it's like great Indiana. But now he lives in Seattle, which is where my wife is from. So she's like, originally she was big on Jim Gaffigan because he lived in Seattle, and I'm like, well, he's from here, and he's kind of boring now. He's it's a one trick pony. It's the same thing over and over and over. Yeah, again. that's what. That's why I don't like Amy Schumer because I think one besides the fact that she steals jokes. Uh, she. What jokes did she steal? Uh, most of her special where she. I believe it. I were, what was um. It was like her first or second special. A lot of the jokes from there were supposedly, I'll say, allegedly stolen. I believe it. Um, but she. Uh, I don't like her because a lot. I think a lot of her stuff is like, look, I can be dirty too, and I'm a woman, which is, whatever. But like. It's not funny whenever you do it every single time. It's like nobody said you can't be filthy because you're a woman. Like you, you can do filthy comedy. It's fine. Like, Most of Whitney Cummings does it, and and it's Nikki it Glaser gets pretty dirty. Yeah, and it's it, you don't focus on like I'm one of the. It's just do your thing. How many how many pussy jokes can you get before you're like I don't want to hear about your vagina anymore? Yeah, like how many male comics are just like go out and their, their entire set is about their dick. Very few. <laughs> um, I do always get I get flack because I don't like Jerry Seinfeld. I don't think he's that I don't funny. Either. I, I don't think either. he's. I think he's. I think Seinfeld is only funny because of like Kramer, I, the supporting cast, are the only reason that show has any humor in it at all. I don't think he's. A I hated part of the it. show. I never watched like. There were so many other shows I would prefer to watch in the 90s that were like sitcoms. I'm trying to think of what what was the other big one that competed with uh, um, Seinfeld. Was it Friends? Yeah, I think so. And then there was – I think there was another one. I've always been a – Roseanne – I'm always – Roseanne was my number one sitcom because everybody that grew up in rural Indiana grew up just like that. That was so. exactly what it was like, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I've only recently have I started watching Seinfeld because Michelle watches Seinfeld. Uh, some of it's funny. But again, when it gets to the parts at the beginning and the end of the show where it's his stand-up, I'm like, I don't understand why people think he's funny. I don't know why he's a legend. It baffles me because the show that's, uh, that it's it has it cannot to... possibly be his stand-up because it's not that good. It was Bo still Burnham is better than he is. The number one rated show at the time. It was, and he they went out on top too. Like I give him full props. Like they went out on top, and uh, I don't think they lost many fans like much of their audience by the end like no, was... their last episode was like they played it in Times square or uh, yeah Times square yeah on and it was... all those tvs and there were people just literally sitting in Times square watching the last episode of seinfeld it's the hottest show <clears throat> for a long time and i think i was either um like pre-teen early teen when that ended i don't know what year it was that one we had to be te- i think i don't we're... even think we could drive no. But I remember everyone was going on about it, and I'm like, well, I'm going to watch the last episode. Didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, I I'm like, remember, I don't get this. I, I remember watching the – I did watch the last episode, and I was like, I was like, I don't – I don't understand. Why did I watch this? I don't know what's going on. And then as it turns out, even if you watch the entire show, the whole – it's like, oh, this is nothing. Like, there's, it's about nothing, and that's the whole joke. 
which I think is a pretty stellar joke to have for a show. It's literally about nothing. It's about four people in New York. And then there's the last episode of Roseanne, which basically undone the last five. So I think it's in season two or three when she gets she gets the writing room in the basement. Yeah, and that is supposedly where it ends, or the rest of it's made up. It's either one of two things. That's where she now starts writing the show and making it how she wants to make it. No, yeah, that has to be it because. Um, I know Dan actually dies of a heart attack. Yeah, according to her. But then he doesn't um, in the in the reboot. Yeah, basically they they forgot. undid they, they undid, undid everything. everything. Uh, Jackie, I think, was actually a lesbian. Yeah. Becky was with David. Darlene was with Mark. Yeah. Um, the mom Beverly, I don't remember what her deal was, but like Dan was dead, and she made up the whole lottery thing. That's where my. My wife and I, um, that was kind of one of the big things we had. We both loved Roseanne, which actually I'll give a shout out to her. Today is our anniversary of when we met oh, six yeah? years ago. She's working today and I'm sitting here talking about shit with you. <laughs> <laughs> but happy anniversary, dear. Um, but that was the, like, we both loved Roseanne. So that was one of the, like, we would go on, like, dates and stuff and go back and watch Roseanne. And here recently, I was like, hey, let's start Roseanne over again. But... As soon as they win the lottery, we stop and jump into jump into the Connors. No, jump into the last season of Roseanne to where before she got canceled. Oh, and then watch the Connors, and we that's what we've been doing. I'll tell you what, not getting into discussion about why she was canceled or anything like that, but that was perfect when they whenever they wrote her off the show because they ended it perfectly. Where it's like she was clearly still addicted to painkillers. And then she dies. And it's like, holy, like, it's almost like they planned it that way. It's almost like she planned it that way. Maybe that's what. Because, I mean, she's done weird shit like that before. Like, she almost just straight up ended the show years ago. Yeah. Because it was a big dispute over money or or, or one of the networks or something. And she was like, yeah, this is my show. I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. Continue on with me. Good luck. In the 90s, you probably couldn't. Today. It's easy to. Yeah, because, I mean, most people are interested in what the kids have, have done. I would much rather have Roseanne still there. She, the difference between then and now is, like, she was super relevant. Yeah. Even when they rebooted the show, she wasn't relevant. People were interested in, like, what the family was doing. We had grown att- attached to the family. So, like, whenever they wrote her off the show, we were like, eh, we can still watch see what the kids are up to what they what they get into and dance still on there which is fantastic i i feel like she, roseanne did that on purpose you think so? I, because she was doing she was being super mouthy leading up to it and and at the time it was politics well fuck since in the past probably 10 years politics has been a huge thing with everything yeah and cancel culture is real but I think she was running her mouth, trying to see how far she could go. And she knew eventually she would push it too far. Yeah. And I, yeah. And that's what happened is she, she did push it a little too far. Um, and they're like, well, I'm sorry. And yeah. then, then basically like you're canceled. And then you've got all these people that are now like thinking their careers are revived. And they're like, well, what the fuck are we going to do? John Goodman's good. I mean, he's, he's okay. He's always good. He's not going to need any extra money, but yeah, he's a, 
John Goodman, it, like every time I see him in anything, I'm always. It's like I forget he's a good actor. Like he's a really good actor. I wish they'd do something with his hair in the Connors though. It's it's bad. <laughs> it, he looks he looks really rough because he lost a lot All of like, way, a, a lot of and weight he's 60 something yeah so it like it it's like okay so like kevin smith after he lost all the weight he all of a sudden looked his age because like before he was like filled yeah. out because it was he was fat is that what we look like we got skinny uh, if we got skinny fuck? dude we would look like shit because i mean i'm almost 36 and i can still pull off 20s sort of that's what people tell me I'm i uh blind. at work um somebody uh they didn't believe me that i went to school with zach um they're like, no. Cause... Zach lose a bunch of weight? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Sorry. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> uh, no, it just because they know Zach is 36 or 35. And um, he's got like white in his beard and stuff like that. And uh, I, I have You got, have more gray than I, I do. I have some gray. I've got it in the side. But I don't let mine get super long anymore. Mainly because the wearing mask, it made it suck. But they, I, I'm almost at the point where I'm going to trim it off. Because it's just, I have to, what I have to do. Is bunches up at, at the bottom, and then I put the mask over and it holds it in place, uh, which is what I'm getting away with right now. But it, uh, but anyway, so they they were like, "No, there's no way you guys went to school there. How old are you?" I was like, "I'm 34." And they're like, "No, you're not." I'm like, "Am I not?" And they're like, "They thought I was like 26." I'm like, "I don't look okay. 26." <laughs> I were there was a kid at the gun shop um, that. Looked a lot like me. And so people would come in and be like, are you guys brothers? I was like, no. And I was like, which one of us you think's older? And they're like, oh, he's definitely older. Or we would start telling people, yeah, we're brothers. Who do you think's older? Oh, he's he's, he's the older one. I was 10 years older than him. <laughs> oh, shit. He was, he was 22 and I was so, 32 at the so time. So do you look young or does he look old? Or is it like kind of a combination? Yeah, of I think both? it's kind of a combination of both. And I was like, to me, like you still look like you did in high school. I got more hair. Oh yeah, yeah, more, more hair. facial hair. More facial hair. The, the top hair is. It's yeah, it's, it's. I'm losing mine. <laughs> it's just getting thin. It's yeah. not. It's mine. Mine's real thin. That's why. I, but I, fuck, like, I think we both shaved our heads and like we kept it. Like I shaved mine bald, and I think my junior year I'd shave it bald, and then I think. I don't know. It was right before I met my wife. So that was six years ago today. Um, I had, was bald for three years before that. I just shaved my head for three years. And that was probably one of the biggest mistakes because once it grew back, it grew in so many weird directions. And the texture of it was just, it's it's not soft. Because you got my, real curly hair. Ha, yeah, I still do. It's, I basically, I have black people there. I mean, not to, I've, so I started going to a barber and my barber was a very large black man and he actually came into the gun shop and bought something. And I was like, Hey, what do you do for a living? And he's like, I'm a barber. And I was like, did you cut my hair? And he's like, well, typically I just do black people. And I was like, I have black people hair. And he's like, there's okay, whatever. He's like, yeah, come see me. I'll cut your hair. I went, and as soon as he put his hand on my head, he's like, you weren't lying. You have brother hair. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, cut my hair. Best haircut ever. Like, it made me look awesome. And then he ended up moving, and now I just lost have, it. I have some white guy cut my hair. He does a good job. Same barbershop, just different different guy. I, uh, 
Yeah, it's I, well, yeah. In high school, I shaved my head. I, I grew it out every now and again. Like I'd grow the top out and grow real goofy. Um, Your hair was straight as shit. I remember. Yeah, and it was. I remember the last time I had my hair any kind of length was uh, junior year. Your junior year, my yeah, senior I think, year. I think junior year, and I had grown the top out and bleached it blonde. Yep, I remember that. Uh, because I bleached it blonde and tipped it the red. Tips. Yep. But the tips didn't take, so it ended up just being like orangish. Blonde. Yeah. And I it was long enough I could pull it back, but it was I'm like, God, this looks stupid. And it wasn't until I was getting ready to cut it and I had Thrasher, uh she <laughs> she was mad because I was like, Let me cut a chunk of your hair. And so she's like, How much are you gonna cut? And I showed her and it was just like, you know, that much. And then I moved my hand up and I cut a big chunk of her hair off. Hers? Yeah. You're lucky she didn't kill you. She chased me with scissors. And, uh, and then eventually I was like, here, you can just cut my hair. And so she went and she cut a huge chunk of my hair off. So I ended up shaving it anyways. But she, she for weirdest thing, she kept it for a long time. Scare yourself? No, I'm, I have motion on my camera. I'm trying to see what in the hell this is. What is it? I don't know. There's so. I don't know. There's some guy doing something in my yard. Is it Jason? No, no. Some guy on something driving around in my yard. Do you got so like a little? Voice, huh? Do you got like voice response? Like I oh, I think he's treating our yeah, he's treating our yard. Okay, they're not doing a very good job. We've got dandelions everywhere. Um, small backstory on Jake and myself, other than the fact we've known each other for a long, ridiculously long time. His sister is my neighbor. And did not know when I was buying my house that his sister was my neighbor. Just kind of worked out that way. <laughs> yeah. That was... Uh, was like, a... my next door neighbor is Jake's sister. And it was... Um, I remember you telling me you are going to move. I was like, oh, that's where Angie lives. You're like, really? I was like, yeah. <laughs> At the time, your sister was not fond of me. No. Nah. Um, she hadn't been for years. Something that went back to, like, right out of high school. And again, I don't remember what it was. We've made peace since then. I enjoy living next to your sister. None of us bother each other, and it's that's a perfect great. neighbor right there. And she had the opportunity to see me run over a Yellow Pages phone book with my lawnmower the other day. <laughs> so, oh, this is bad. Um, they delivered the Yellow Pages. It was not the super thick ones, not the the four inches thick. It was just the like two inch Yellow Pages. But they just throw them in your driveway down through. Well, you've been to my house yeah. and your sister's house. So that straight away down through there, they just toss them in your driveway. And it was mowing. I got home and Jason was mowing his grass. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. Because I didn't want to mow. Because normally his and I's yard are the same length. And we're on the end. So like, if he mows, I have to. Because if not, it's going to look like shit. And vice versa. If I mow, you see him out there, which I might do that today. So if Jason listens, mow your grass because I'm going to do mine maybe today when I get home. Maybe Thursday. I don't know. But I was mowing my grass. I had just finished. I mowed right by my mailbox, and I was like, I'm going to drive across to my driveway, get my mail, pick this stupid thing up out of my driveway, and park the mower in the garage and be done. So I'm driving around the Yellow Pages book. My blades are still on. I go to hit the button to turn my blades off. Right as I touch the button, it sucked the yellow pages into my mower. And it was extremely windy that day. It looked like all you heard was the grrrr, 
poof and just confetti. Like it looked like I had just won the Super Bowl of mowing my grass. So much confetti. Your nieces come running because they heard the noise. And I look back and your sister had walked out. And she's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, my pride's hurt. <laughs> the The guy across, that lives across from us is one of the, the lawn, lawn guys. Like he takes care of his grass, mows every couple days. And the day before was just out in his yard picking up all of his trash. And you put some more in. Oh, I fucked his yard up. Like an entire yellow pages. But there was nothing left. I shredded the whole thing all in this dude's yard. Oh man. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to, I can't pick all this. There's no way that I'd be out here for days. Thankfully it was windy and blew it all out of his yard and into his neighbors. (laughs) And I, I went over and I knocked on his door and I was like, Hey dude, um, he's just an old man. He's funny. He's, I think he's a Vietnam vet. So he's kind of grizzly. And I was like, Hey, I just did this. I'm so sorry. And he just started laughing. He's like, well, what the fuck can I do now? And I was like, let the wind carry it. Sorry. That's pretty good. That's a good story. That's, uh, uh, I've only ever run over one thing with a lawnmower and it was super depressing. Rabbits? A rabbit. Baby rabbits. A ra- or a whole nest of rabbits. It's a nest. Oh, you it, fucking murderer. It, it, like, it legitimately bummed me out for weeks. Like, I was sad for weeks. Did you cry? No, okay. I didn't. But it was just like, I was just like, God damn it. Like, I ruined this family. It was just babies, too. Like, the mother wasn't there. Except for one survivor. You know the saying of what rabbits do, right? They multiply. Um, fucking like rabbits and do. they're and do they're gonna make more but it was like so like i did it i didn't i had headphones on so i didn't i felt the like <laughs> chunks um so much blood it, it was it wasn't as much blood as you would think were you were you push mowing or were you push riding? mowing oh you walked through it <laughs> and it was like uh i looked back and I'm like, what is that? And it was one of them was still kind of trying to hop away, but it was dead. And uh, stop laughing, you monster! So you monster! It's the story. And one little baby one got away and was just hiding in our like flower bed. And I picked it up and I put it in a cage. I was like, I do I. Is it mine? You know, now? I think I think most of the time if you touch them, the mothers abandon them. Actually, so you killed I, that one too. I don't think I did though because I I put it back and it's home that i ran over uh-huh uh but cleaned up its brothers and sisters <laughs> as i say you just toss it back in there <laughs> just traumatized it uh and i put it and i covered it back up with the fur and stuff like that uh and then i come back out like a couple hours later it's gone and like there's no fur nothing over so I'm assuming the mother came back i'm assuming or a bird of prey or a bird of prey <laughs> which is probably what happened yeah but it was like legitimately for like it was like for weeks. I was really bummed out about that because it was just like I was like I heard it. so every time I mow the grass now I'm like I'm walking around the yard on, kicking holes. <laughs> on uh, I think it was around Thanksgiving time um, when our family all got together. We used to have like all the the guys and stuff would go out and my mom because she was like a tomboy um, would go rabbit hunting at my grandma's because there was like a pasture and you could scare rabbits up. And we would just go, basically they were overrun. We'd kind of clear them out. Um, PETA would hate that, but we, I mean, some of us ate them, but some of us were just like, bye. Um, 
and it was just a thing that we always did. We always went rabbit hunting. I think it was on Thanksgiving because it wasn't there wasn't really snowy and it was you could still go out in like a hoodie. Well, my grandma had bought um, domesticated rabbits, like your black rabbits and gray and the ones that are different colors, yeah. not like your normal <clears throat> wild rabbits that you see. And had them in cages. And all of a sudden, she's like, you know what? I'm tired of having these rabbits in cages. They need to be free. Let them go. Oh. So these domestic rabbits were mating with the wild rabbits and making like these weird hybrid looking. I mean, the whole peg and the hole go together. So they're going to reproduce. Yeah. Um, and it made these weird looking uh, wild, wild slash domestic. Like you could walk up to them. Um, from me to that chair before they would run off. So Thanksgiving's coming around. The the face you're making, the story has a better ending than what you think. <laughs> We're like, uh, so rabbit hunt's going to be pretty easy this year. We're not going to scare them up. My grandma came out. She's like, yeah, you guys aren't rabbit hunting. She's like, I'm, it, I'm not going to have you just slay them. <laughs> so we didn't, and we haven't since. And she still has, like weird looking weird colored wild rabbits like they're still her house. yeah multiplying yeah that's that's what they do i thought the story was gonna end really sad <laughs> you thought we were just gonna be like just... executing rabbits no <laughs> it's like a terrible movie i thought that's what was gonna happen <laughs> oh my god um so what were we talking about hey there it is it is again um so die hard reboot no reboot I'm I'm okay with a Netflix or a, a uh, Disney Plus show, yeah, of year one. But you can't, you're not going to be able to multiple seasons. It may be a two seasoner. I I would see maybe four. You yeah, you, you could, could do four, but yeah. that's it. Make your money off of it. I would like to see Bruce Willis do one more. I know he said he wanted to do six and seven. There ain't no way. No, I don't think it's like, gonna happen. I, I'd be very surprised if it happens. Um, the the seventh one would be like. He's in a walker. Or in a fucking nursing home and he thinks the mailman's a terrorist. I don't I don't know. He's just just super racist John McClane in a nursing home. He's not racist. Just make like it'd be like uh what was it, Gran Torino. Yeah, you can't you can't <laughs> back up. You can't make John McClane racist when in the third Die Hard movie, it is proven that he's, that he's absolutely. There's a problem not. in that movie that I have. What's that? So the scene in it is whenever uh, John McClane's about to call. Um, that problem's over here. Uh, uh, call Zeus a name. Mm-hmm. He's clearly getting ready to call him motherfucker. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. And then Zeus is like, what were you going to call me? You were going to call me in the N-word. And I'm like, one, didn't sound like he's going to say that at all. And then and then John McClane's like, no, asshole is what I was going to call you. I'm like, that's not what you were going to call him. You you almost said motherfucker. Like, that's what I you think... were about to call him. And it was just, I was just like, I don't just say that. But it always bugs me when I watch that movie. It's, it's clear he was going for something else. Zeus... Uh, says he was going to call him the N-word, and then John McClane says he's going to call him something else that he wasn't going to call him. And I was like, it's just it was a, it's just a weird exchange. 
maybe motherfucker to McLean is kind of just like an everyday term. An asshole is like, hey, you're an asshole. Yeah, but I don't like you. I guess you could have been calling him a motherfucking asshole. Could have been. Yeah, but it was always oh, bugs me. That's a weird. It's a weird uh, exchange between the two that I don't understand fully. It's like you could have went away with it, and I'm glad they didn't really. <laughs> Because I would have changed the entire dynamic of that movie. I mean, he, McClane could have just looked at him and been like, look, look me up. Well, they didn't really have Google back then. <laughs> look me up and see. See what I do. My best friend is the Family Matters guy. Here's a fun thing. The kid um, that was in that movie that was Zeus's nephew. Uh-huh. He played in a later Die Hard movie as one of the, uh, as an FBI agent. Had have been the f- Fourth or fifth? Fourth. One. Yeah, the fourth. There are a lot more. The, the fourth was FBI. Which one? Was it's it? going to be on. the fourth. It's I because think it was the, the fourth one. Um, hang on. I did not know that Chase Hauser, a dude from, uh, you you don't watch, uh, fuck, Yellowstone, do you? Nope. Okay. So there's a character in Yellowstone. He's kind of like the hard ass. He's Chase Hauser, which was the FBI agent or the CIA agent. That, you know, in the fifth Die Hard, when they get, like, they go back to the little hideout, and that's when McClane picks up the giant machine gun yeah. and drops, I'm on vacation. Uh, that guy, the CIA agent, is uh, in Yellowstone now. Uh, this guy, his name, what's the name, what's the name of the character again that you just said? Uh, Chase, Ho- or uh, which one? The one you're, Chase Hodge? Chase Hauser. Hauser, oh, okay. He's in the fifth one. The actor's name I'm looking at that played in Die Hard with a Vengeance and then later Die Hard movies, Aldous Hodge. I thought you said Hodge no. for some reason. Uh, hang on, I'm going to find out who he was. So in Die Hard with a Vengeance, he was Raymond. And then in... Where's that? Where's that? They should have kept his name the same. Hang on. Oh, no. They could have Easter They could have Easter egged that. He that would have been cool to do. He was Foxy in A Good Day to Die Hard. What? Foxy. Oh, so he was the fifth one. Yeah, was there a, a picture? Uh, hang on. Who the fuck was Foxy? I'll be completely and totally honest with you. I don't remember that movie nope. well enough to remember that. But is I he do, a bad guy? I think so. Okay. I I really enjoy the fact that he was in two different Die Hard movies as two different characters. Even though that's something that would usually drive me up the wall. I think it would have been cool if they would have <sighs> had him be the same. Yeah. Because why not? You could have easily tied that. How often is it that children actors, like side actors, become? Okay, potential could have maybe made the movie good. So let's say that they kept with the original theory, or the original plot for Die Hard 6, right? Mm -hmm. And they let that guy be... Raymond. Raymond in both movies. Yeah. So now you've got McClane going back to, to Japan. You got Zeus going, Jai Courtney, and that guy. Jai Courtney and that guy have to save them. Ooh, see, that would be good. That would be kind of cool. Now, here's the problem with that, though. Jai Courtney is a charisma vacuum, and he could not carry a movie. Probably not. But... He was the worst part of that movie. He was He was, He was. was super boring. Like, yeah. I, he... And honestly, I don't really blame the actor, because like, he plays Captain Boomerang in Suicide Squad, and he is probably the most entertaining part of that movie. Mm, um, i give you that. Uh, but he, there's a bit in there, in the... It, I hated it in Die Hard Five, where, um, uh, at the end of it, the 
the guy surrenders. The bad, the main bad guy surrenders, mm-hmm. and then John McClane's son chucks him into a helicopter after he surrendered. I'm like, that is not what John McClane would do. That's not what the future. <laughs> That's not what plane. a CIA uh, <laughs> government yeah. agency probably would have done it. But it bothered me. I'm like, that's not how the hero should act. The guy no. surrendered. You should have had the guy like gonna shoot him again or something like that, and then he tossed him into the helicopter. But I was like, that's not what he's supposed to do. That's not a hero. That bothered me. Now I'm not. I would never knock John McClane, but if you think about it, he takes her watch off in the first one, and with the thought that this motherfucker's fallen. So he's like, "Fuck this guy." Now, but he in was, that he, situation, he was yeah, he was pulling Holly down too. Yeah, it was like it was either Holly goes with him or he goes alone. So what does he do? Saves Holly. That makes sense. And no other movie was it like. Now that's why I didn't like the alternate ending to Die Hard with a Vengeance. What's the alternate ending? <coughs> uh, the helicopter. Gruber gets uh, gets away, and he's in Russia. So John McClane uh, finds him. Where the Russia. fuck is this, and why have I never seen? You've never seen it. It's nope. like it's actually filmed and everything. So he gets there, and he brings like a rocket launcher without the directional mm-hmm. thing on it. So. They're basically playing spin the rocket launcher, and it's uh, Russian roulette. And uh, John can you Ma- tell by the look that my mind is blown? That yeah, I've never even heard. Yeah, of I can't this. believe you've never seen this or heard it. So no. John McClane asks him, a, gives him a riddle. Says, "What did I bring that would save my life?" And they he pulls or he gets ready to pull the trigger, and he's like, uh, "He says like a bulletproof vest," and he pulls the trigger, and it blows. Gruber out the window and he dies. Like he gets blown up by rocket launcher. And I'm like, that's, I know why they cut it because that's not how John McClane would have done it. Like John McClane wouldn't have hunt this dude down to murder him. He would have in the moment he would have killed him like he did in the movie. But yeah, you can see it. It's filmed. It's not a very good scene. Um, but it's, uh, I also question whether or not a bulletproof vest would have stopped him from being blown up from, from a rocket launcher. Not just, <laughs> not just, eh, probably not playing. No, because it's just going to be right here. Yeah. Like all your other extremities are you're fucked. Sh- yeah. You're done. Shrapnel. I mean, yeah, go home and Google, like Google that shit. I'm like it's, going to. it's, uh, and I don't even know if it's on the DVD, but I've seen it before. And it's like I said, it's not a very good scene. Um, but yeah, it's Never an knew al- it existed. alternate ending where Gruber, what's his name in the, um, Simon Gruber, yeah, gets uh, gets away with all his his heist. Um, yeah, that's John McClane is not a straight up murderer. Like he will do it in defense, he'll do it to save people, but he will not just throw somebody into a helicopter blade because of the shit they did. I thought that was a really bad decision. I'd like to see Kevin Smith in one more. He played the warlock again. Yeah, he was fun in that movie. That was that was another that was another reason because like at that point in time with the fourth one, I'm just now coming into young adulthood and being able to pay attention and make my own mind up about shit that I want to watch, not just being a sixteen. I mean, when we were sixteen, we just went and seen what was popular. Yeah, we didn't make our own. We didn't. We didn't stretch. That's where ourselves. I I went and seen The Ring a couple times. Ooh. Yeah, the first time was that movie was awesome. The first time, yeah, you, you go it, see that a though. second time, you're like, oh, 
because you go watch it a first time and it freaks you out and you're like oh it's seven days <laughs> and then but if you go see it a second time before the seven days you're like oh no no i'm good not gonna die yeah it's not uh, gonna do anyway with it's that like watching, watching the movie. six cents six watching six cents again like i've you, only seen that movie one time you watch it one time i'm a again big bruce willis fan yeah but i've only watched it one time you watch it one time it's great because like you don't see that twist coming and then you maybe watch the it a second time. The problem was, is the first time I saw it was last year. Oh, uh, so you already oh, knew. Yeah. So if you watch it going in blind, it's great twist. Uh, you can watch it maybe a second time to see like all the hints and stuff like that. But after that, you're like, okay, the whole, the crux of the movie is that twist. And it was, as soon as they do that twist, and you know that twist, no point in watching this movie anymore. So it's a two timer, and that's the most of it. That's, yeah, like the ring. Ring was awesome the first time. After that, the Ring just... Two was too much. Yeah, I've never watched. Have you ever watched the Japanese versions of those? No, I've I've never really had a desire because I didn't like the Ring. I heard that I think it's called Ringu. Yeah, I know uh, what. It, yeah, that's what I it's think called. It's, it's. I may have. Well, I don't remember. I heard it's scary as shit. Like it's way, way, way scarier. Is that an all subtitled movie? Do you think? I think so. Then I probably we talked about this before. I can't do it. Uh, there's certain subtitles. Like I watched Passion of the Christ. Um, I have not. Uh, you're the atheist. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, just, just doing research to make just, sure. Just to make sure. Just to make sure. Is this accurate? No. It, uh, nope. That, still don't believe in him. I, I will tell you though that movie, fucking intense. <laughs> How's it end? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you how it ends. Actually, it ends with him. I think it's his resurrection. Like he wake, like it wakes up and like he's there and is he? You see, all you see is his hand with the hole in it. Oh, that's how it ends. Oh, I'm like, ah, that was a weird way to take it. Cool. Yeah, it it was interesting. I was like, I can't believe. I I really thought they were just gonna end it where you would imagine they end it, and then they end it. I was like, oh shit! All right, cool. Let's see, Passionless Christ too. Come on, let's do it. (laughs) Minus the fact that we know, like. The the ring. We'll go back to the ring. <laughs> so many of these movies that come out that are so good, the first go, but it leaves us like I want a sequel, and then you get the sequel, and it's like, uh, man, you just run the whole th- the whole the first movie. Studios can't win with fans. Neither can fans because we want it, we and want then, it, we, then don't. we don't. Yeah, as soon as we get it, we're like, eh, never mind. It's uh, speaking of sequels. Did you see the trailer for Space Jam 2? Fuck no. I've not seen Space Jam 1. I, what? Yeah, I knew I was going to get that. <laughs> nah. Like, so you, I mean, I was a big Michael Jordan you, fan, but You were a kid it? in the 90s, and you did not watch Space Jam. No. Oh, I don't, shit. I don't know anything about I know Michael Jordan's in it, and Bugs Bunny. Um, It's fun to watch as an adult, because it's really, really bad. Like, the comedy's bad, or the movie itself is bad? Movie itself is bad. Okay, so it's not like hidden dirty comedy. No, no, oh, okay. no, no, not like Shrek. Yeah, uh, there's like some like it's. It, no, you know what? Actually, there's not really that much like dirty. They sexualized Lola Bunny, which is weird. Um, they wouldn't now. And no, they didn't. They actually they. Well, they pulled they Pepe Le Pew from the new. Look, one. Okay, so on that subject, I get it. I know why they did it. I understand it, and I am for it because I think Pepe Le Pew his whole shtick. Was like a little rapey. Uh, that being said, they pulled his scene from Space Jam 2. In Space Jam 2, they have all these other Warner Brothers properties uh-huh. in there. 
Do you know what characters are in the audience? Bill Cosby. I don't know. The characters from A Clockwork Orange. Have you ever seen A Clockwork Orange? Mm, no. Okay, so in that movie, they straight rape a woman and assault her. And I'm like, okay, I am okay. I understand it, and I'm I'm down with it. I I, I understand why they pull Pepe, even though yeah, he's a cartoon skunk and it's blah blah blah. But it's like you, you can't you can't replace you can't take him out and then put these humans in here that did awful things in the movie that they were glorified in. Why would you do that? That's the weirdest pull I've ever seen. I, it was a matter. I because mean, because it gets people talking. It like, does. And I mean, there's more. And honestly, let's be honest. Who gave a shit about Pepe Le Pew before anybody said anything? Nobody. Gave nobody. A shit. Nobody cared. And it's it, so the fact that they pulled it is just for a reason for people to get shitty. And there are some people that said, like Pepe Le Pew is the ultimate like creeper. Because he's always and, and it, the girl always turns him down, mm-hmm. so there were some some sides that were like, "Well, it's actually showing that the creepers don't get what they want." But either way, it is what it is. Did um, you hear? Do you know what the scene was though? That they pulled. Yeah. No. The scene was basically like it was him being his typical like creeper weird, skunk sexually, self, sketchily salty, <clears throat> skunky self. And then, like, LeBron James like, that's not cool to do that. You shouldn't be able... I'm like, it just sounds like a bad scene. Like, it I mean, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to so correct get, the history. So they were they were going to virtue signal in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then the virtue signaling by pulling him out of the movie, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, like I said, I'm fine with it because I don't give a shit about Heavy yeah. Review. And I honestly don't care about Space Jam 2 that much. Although I low-key want to watch the movie. Because... I don't. It looks, but I've, again, I've never. It's. I'm a fat white dude. I don't care about basketball. <laughs> I I don't care about. I haven't cared about basketball since the Bulls played. And like, you got ups though, huh? <laughs> I, I said got you ups, got ups though. though. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, oh, but I have HBO Max. So I'll probably end up watching some shit <laughs> too. What is today? Hold on. The thirteenth. Oh. We've got three days until Mortal Kombat. No, we got a week. What? I thought it was the sixteenth. Nope, they moved it up. When? Uh, a couple what? weeks ago, before oh, well, before fuck. before Kong vs Godzilla came out. Uh, why did they? Because do that? they wanted they wanted, they wanted to give time? they wanted Kong vs Godzilla to have more time. Which Everybody is, watched it in three fucking days. Yeah, but. I get why they did. I'm fine with that. I mean, I'll wait another couple day, another week to watch it. I'm excited for it. I'm I'm so stoked for that movie actually. Hmm. Who's Cole in that movie? Do you know? What do you think? Before we, before on what? We Cole. What about him? Uh, who is he? Do you think he's somebody special? Or do you think he is legitimately an original character they created for the movie? I I think, I think he's probably an original character. Like they're they're gonna throw. They've ruined, not necessarily ruined. I mean, they were cool when we were kids. At least the first one that came out, the the second uh, one CG on it sucked, but. They were cool, but we all know the characters. So we all know the character stories. There's been so many video games. I think that the Cole guy is going to be a new character, all of his own, have his own story. I'm okay with that too. I've heard some people say that he is the reincarnation of Scorpion. But Scorpion's in it. 
Yeah, that's what I kind of run into. Like, without watching the movie, I mean, that's... I, I mean, into... Sub-Zero could kill him early on. And... and it could also be... He could be also reincarnation of Sub-Zero, or sorry, Sub-Zero's brother, or distant relative, I guess it would end up being, because... Wasn't Sub-Zero's brother one of the... Uh, Noob Cybot, the original, The original Sub-Zero turns into Noob Cybot. The new Sub... His brother is become, the And that's the one that Sub-Zero. didn't wear a mask and had the scar. Yes. And he's the one that's currently still Sub-Zero. Um... But yeah, they uh, they could do that, and that's how they could bring Noob Cybot into the movie, which I think would be really, really cool. And it, you don't have to make him his brother. You can make him like a distant relative because it looks like all the Scorpion and Sub-Zero stuff takes place like... Ancient days. Yeah, ancient days. So I think they're, they're going to make him like a relative of one of those two. Cause and this looks, is a movie, right? This yeah, is yeah. a series. So this is we got this probably is two a, hours of this, and that's it? Yeah. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it. They got a lot of ground to cover. They have Cabal in that movie. That's the guy with the the blades, right? Yeah, which I was like, I was like, I can't believe it. But that's such a random, not really random character, but he's not one of the. What I have ones. heard is this movie has like fatalities and shit in it. Yeah. So what we've probably they're probably we're probably gonna get a shitload of of different characters, and but they're, gonna, they're gonna die. Yeah. I mean, you can't keep. I, I mean, know there's one that they are can't keep bringing them back. They've already leaked online that it she dies. dies, and it's um. I had to look up. Her name was like Nina or something like that. And I, I had to look no up clue. who she was. And she's like in, I think like in Deadly Alliance and some of the offshoot games. No. And some people, some fans are mad. And I was like, why? They didn't do it to like Sonya Blade. Like it's not they didn't do it to a real character. They did it to a, just a shit character that, that nobody cares about. Kill Luke Kang off first thing. Just watch everybody lose their mind. He, like first thing done. You know he dies in the games. They all die in the game. No, no. I mean, like, in the story of the game, in the canon, he's dead. He's an elder god now. He was. Like Raiden? Yeah. What's he the god of? Uh, I don't know. Because Raiden's basically Mortal Kombat Actually, 4. no. Elder gods are higher than Raiden. Oh. And he's one of them now because he was an evil disciple of Quan Chi. I want to see somebody win the, win the tournament. Like, I want to see a tournament. I hope they do that. I... I don't know what the. I honestly don't know what this movie is going to be about. How they're going to do it. Kudos on them for keeping it yeah, so under wraps and to where nobody knows. What like the as soon going as something on. leaks out, like the the scene that leaked out with the fatality, like as soon as it leaked out, they pulled it down. Like you couldn't, you can't find it anywhere. Which fatality? Now. Uh, I can't. I don't even know. Because in the 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 cool thing I saw in the trailer was when Sub Zero knocks the blood out of the guy, it turns into a dagger, and yeah, and like freezes. It. I think he's fighting Scorpion. I think he's fighting Scorpion, and, and I'm like, oh, oh shit. I, I was like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, this movie's going to be gold. I can't. This could be the best video game adaptation ever. Could be. I mean, it's no Sonic. but haven't seen that either. Don't. Okay. It's so bad. I'll, t- I'll take your advice <laughs> it's on it. It's so bad. Jim Carrey's really good in it, though. So, I don't know how much time we've been doing this, but I want to bring up <laughs> Die Hard. Yay! Is it, or is it not... A Christmas movie, in your opinion. And this will decide enough if we stay friends or not. Is it a Christmas movie? Yes. I think so. Because not only does it take place at Christmas, it is about somebody overcoming something during the holiday season and ultimately winning out. And that is what most Christmas movies are. That's the formula. So I go with, yes, it is a Christmas movie. 
What is your opinion? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I and I think it I mean is it loosely a Christmas movie? Yeah. You you can't deny like it is the bare minimum of what a Christmas movie could be. I've got friends that try to argue this. I think they just do it to piss me off. But the thing is, is there are so many other like dude Christmas movies out there because I had one friend that's like one of the lethal weapons, I think, takes place around Christmas. I don't know if it's the first. Yeah, one it's the fourth not. one. The fourth one. Yeah, because it's uh, I can tell you why Shane Black is a director of it, a director or writer of it. Either way, every movie he does takes place at Christmas. Iron Man 3 takes place at Christmas. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang takes place at Christmas. <clears throat> yep, I didn't know that. Um, but anyway, they're like, so if Die Hard's a Christmas movie, then Lethal Weapon 4 is a Christmas movie. And I'm, I've am i not seen Lethal Weapon 4 that I know of. And I'm like, well, does it take place in Christmas? And they're like, yeah, the whole setting is like at Christmas and there's presents and this and that. And I'm like, okay, then it's a fucking Christmas movie. And they're like, well... I wanted to argue with you. And I'm like, no, it's, it's, I mean, fuck gremlins is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Batman returns is a Christmas movie. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Fucking it's, tr- it's a Christmas, Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh, it's a heavily Christmas movie. Actually. It's, it's uh, very, yeah. it's over, like Die Hard. You kind of have to search for the, like he's at a Christmas party and that's about the extent of it. The second Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It too. is too. It's lesser known and kind of boring. And then the third one, no holiday. Nope. The fourth one is fourth the 4th of, of July. July. The fifth one is a vacation. Uh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> we got any other? Uh, a Christmas Story is a guy's Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, most people love that. It National takes Lampoons. place in here. Yeah. Just a vacation. It's in the fucking title. Yeah. yeah. It's. I mean, it's a guy's Christmas movie though. I don't like that movie. You don't like that movie? Nope. I love that movie. Michelle it, loves it. That. It's gets... one of Michelle's favorite movies. I. I'm not a huge Christmas guy. I like it gives me a reason to watch fucking Die Hard, and that's you, you looked at me like that. Eh, I can, I know you've known uh, me long enough that yeah. you know. Uh, but I don't like sitting like this will rip your heart out. I feel like this is gonna rip your heart out. I hate Elf. Nah, I get it. Okay, I totally. I don't like get Will it. Ferrell. I like I like Elf. I think it's funny, but I get when people don't like that movie or don't like Will because I barely like Will Ferrell. I could sit if someone's like, "Hey, let's sit and watch Christmas movies," and I'm like, "Well, I'm watching Die Hard on Christmas Eve, so let's not watch that because I really don't want to see it twice in a couple days." I would watch it because it's my like favorite movie, but I'm like, "Can can we watch Gremlins?" And Kate, like Caitlin was like, "What is that?" And I was like, "Oh, you're in for a treat. We're watching Gremlins." I've never seen Gremlins. Well. I well, want I mean, to. It's like, a cult classic. Just yeah, watch not, it. It's like not something that and, where I'm like I'm like I'm like I don't want to watch. It's just I never got around to watching it for some reason. Uh, Home Alone, the Christmas movie. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, actually all of them, but the I'm two real to, ones. Trying to cut old Donald Trump out of the second one. <laughs> so Jake and I are on complete opposite ends <laughs> of the political spectrum. And instead of insult each other and yell at each other and call each other names, we're still fucking friends. How about that? And it's we like can, we're adults. We yeah. We typically have our our com- political conversations before he fires this up because, I mean, this is his show and that's not what it's fucking about. It's right. about nerd shit. Yeah. But, but if if you ever catch any, he'll 
things. Yeah, that's that's why. It's I, you know what I did appreciate though. What's that? Because there was a tweet that Donald Trump did one time, and it was about he said, but nobody else uh, helped uh, Kevin McAllister out when he were, he was lost in New York. I appreciated that. I was like, all right, reelect him for that. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's uh, but Die Hard. Yeah, I think it's a Christmas movie. It, not only is it just that it takes place at Christmas, I do think it follows a formula uh, for a Christmas movie. Um, again, very loosely. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, Christmas, uh, Christmas Carol with um Patrick Stewart. I've. <sighs> I, I honestly, I I, I want to say that I haven't seen it, but I think I have. It was on TNT. It was like a two night event. I'm um, a guessing he's Scrooge. Yes, yes, and it's uh, honestly I I love any incarnation of that story because I think I love that story. You love Patrick Stewart too. I do love Patrick Stewart. Who um, doesn't? But this I have. I want to say five or six different versions of that movie. Plus, I also have uh, the Man Who Invented Christmas. Which, uh, it's a story about Charles Dickens when he writes Christmas Carol. And it's that's a really cool movie, too. Uh, but, yeah. Where do you stand on Scrooged? I love Scrooged. Really? That's one of the copies I, I own. I, I Again, it, I think it's a really fun adaptation of the story. Because I was actually saying, because every version of that movie is or story is... Pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. But then you get Scrooge, which is the outlier. And it's... They're adapting it for TV as a musical, but the story is about that dude, and it, I think it's really cool. I think it's a really clever adaptation. One of the coolest things um, I remember about high school, or I think I don't know if it was high school or junior high, we got to go see a Christmas Carol at the mur- uh, at the um, IR- IRT. IRT. So you got to do it too. Maybe uh, it no. was like all of us. Me and Michelle went, have gone for except for last year we didn't go. They didn't do it last year. Um, COVID. Uh, no, they did another play. Oh. They, they didn't do uh, Christmas Carol. That's weird. But they they were doing the plays digitally. Or virtually, rather. And uh, But for, I want to say, five years, we had gone every year around Christmas time to go see it. Always <laughs> fantastic. It was cool. I, we went on a, two field trips there. One was for some other... Uh, Amber Waves. Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> I always remembered that play for some reason. I don't know why. What was the name of the play that we were the light guys in? Jake and I were in drama club together in high school. Oh, my God. What was, what was the name of that play, though? I can't remember. It's about murder, wasn't it? No, it was about a wedding. Oh, it was. Oh, I'm thinking of the next year after I was. I was gone. Yeah, my I senior year, I was. I was. Uh, uh, still in I quit we did a murder one yeah it was in the it was in um, my senior year and it was not mm. good oh well but it was the one yeah the one it was weird was part it? of Maddie P was no he wasn't yes he was. he was he was in the play what was he he was Damien Benham was the lead oh no I remember the pool was the his wife you're right you're right okay Jana. i'm thinking of a different the different play was the mom yes cody clark was the dad yes what was that play called? there were a couple of the kids and i don't remember who else was in it oh my god i can't remember what the name of the play was are you still close with uh jamel zelensic now yeah messenger later on 
Yeah. I'll, right yeah. now, whatever. I'll message her later and see what see. if she remembers what it was. But it was God, that was fun. The entire time with like whenever we were in the lighting on the lighting sound crew. It's fantastic. It's so much fun. And I remember the big thing was like you guys are going to be like right off stage and you're going to see everything that happened. And then it gets, and they're like, gets closer to the actual time for the play. It was like the night before. And they're like, look, we don't want you guys to be able to be seen. So we're going to put you behind the set. And we're like, okay, how the hell are we going to see anything? How we, uh, and I was like, you know what? I think you rocked a headset. Yeah. And sat in the back and watched the play and told me when to hit the buttons. Yes. Yes. I did. Yes. 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 Oh my god, that was a good time. It I, was. I was. Uh, the, uh, yeah, I was in it for. I think ever since uh, Angie was uh, a senior, because she was in drama club, and the teacher at the time, which was Zell. Okay. Uh, she recruited me because Angie said that I could take her place, and I was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that at all. And she talked me into it, so I went in there and and then. I don't think I did anything that year, but then the next year, uh, Jamel or Zalunzik was uh, ahead uh, in charge of it, and I loved her to death. So I was like, I was like, I'll definitely do it. I'll I'll help you out, no problem. So I was in it from that point until she left, and then after she left, I was in it. You talked me into doing it. Yeah, I talked you into doing it to hang out. So we just hang out, really. And uh, uh, we ended up having a good time. Like I I still consider Jamel one of my friends. Like. Uh, like we're not like we don't hang out or anything like that, but I can always you know message her for anything like that. When I was when I was going doing classes for uh, college, I uh, visited her after after I had graduated. It was like a year or two after I graduated. Whenever she went to Mount Vernon, yeah, she's still there. Yeah, uh, Matt Maddie P and I went up there and visited her and uh, Miss B. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, Miss B ended up there too. I yeah, I've got pictures that. somewhere of us like visiting with them. And it was kind of cool because, like, now you've broken the teacher-student, and now you're just two adults. Yeah. And so, like, she was talking to us, and she's like, that girl sitting over there, she's a little bitch. <laughs> I, uh, me and Maddie P went there one time, too. And it was to see her, and it was uh, it was a fun trip up there because, like, I, was, I had my old uh, blazer, and I drove like an asshole. So, like, we're going on some back road. You got a ticket, didn't you? I didn't, actually. Oh. But I went fast enough. That my truck left the ground and I hit a hump and it went up and we landed and he and Maddie was like slow down. <laughs> he was so <laughs> I made him so nervous. That's that's something hard for people to do is to make him <laughs> nervous. <laughs> that was that was a really fun time, man. I, I forgot about that. I do I do miss that every now and again, like doing lights and sound and stuff like that. That was always really fun. It, and I think that's why, like, whenever I do like this or I do my videos on YouTube, I enjoy the editing part of it, like the editing the sound, making the sound better, and adding sound effects into it whenever I need to. Like, it just reminds me of that time. I think that's that's a lot of fun. Did you or Thrasher end up ever working at the haunted house? No. Okay, so none of us got none hired. Us did I? I couldn't remember. I think we all got hired, didn't we? Fuck, I don't know. I didn't. I think we all. I know. I'm pretty. Did sure. we? I think we all got hired. Why did we not do? Then there was a reason. Because it was do, like a long trip. Didn't fucking out there. want. To. Yeah, it was just way too long. It was way too far out there, and it was kind of a commitment that we didn't want. Yeah. 
Because we, we, I know we went there. It was Hannah Haunted Acres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, we're going to show you everything in the daylight. And then we were probably like, well, that's not as fun. We don't want to do this. Yeah, we'll come visit. Oh, no, because they expected, I think they expected a ridiculous commitment out of you. Yeah. Like, you have to be here at like four or five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And you're and there. You all- don't get home until two in the morning because this, I think it doesn't, didn't close till super late, super late. And they didn't, and they don't, they didn't pay you. Like, anything worth that commitment i even paid well i'd be like all right fine whatever but it was that was the the fall we went to we all went to a whole bunch of haunted houses and yes you you and me went to um stage fright stage fright that's what that was the best haunted house that indiana ever had and we went to the same haunted house over and over and over again every fucking weekend the last time they got so mad at us because we would go in we come out, get back in line, and go back through the same haunted house. And they were finally, because we were just like, we were standing there like, all right, somebody's coming out of the wall now. And we, it was, we were assholes for for doing that to them, but it was so much fun. Me, you, Thrasher, went almost every weekend for the whole month of October. Yeah. Because we had nothing else to fucking do. Yeah. Tickets were cheap, or we got them for free. Yeah, we went throughout the week, too, after school and stuff I think like you're that. right. I was already out of school. Well, no, you weren't out of school yet. We, we, that's uh, true. Yeah, you were still in. I was the I only think, one that could drive. I think at the time. Yeah, and it was uh, we were just that's just what we did. And like, then Thrasher's little sister, Allison. Yeah, we did take her, didn't we? And yeah, she would always like sit on my shoulders. Yes, she was like six or seven. Yeah, and now she's like an adult. It's, it, I've seen a picture of her the other day, and I was like. <laughs> You might know them, and I was like, I don't know who the fuck that is, and I was like, mutual friends, uh, Thrasher, and I was like, holy shit, that's her sister. I yeah, I kind of forgot every time something like that. I'm like, what? No. And then like I saw, do you remember? Uh, it's uh her mother's girlfriend now or wife. Uh, I work with uh her mom's wife's brother. Really? Factory. So the his his last name's Newbie. Yeah. Um, and I thought nothing of it. And we're talking. I was like, hey, I know a newbie. And I was like, her name's uh, Nina. And I know. And he's like, yeah, that's my sister's wife. And I was like, well, fuck me. How about like, that? Small fucking world. Because he's uh, from like Richmond area. But her daughter, uh, Trinity. Uh-huh. I remember she was just like three years old. Yes. And I, I remember she popped up on my on Would my chase thing. the brother around with the doll. Because <laughs> he was terrified of that doll. <laughs> Thought it spoke to him. And I mean, it fucking could have. I talked to him a couple of years ago. He, uh, he's he's an adult. Like it's so he's a big dude, ain't he? Yeah, he's pretty big. Like it's fucking strange, man. Another odd story. This is like the Thrasher diehard episode. Uh, at the shop, we had these uh, regulars, and one of them's uh, son wanted to do a book report on like gunsmithing, mm-hmm. and so they threw him in the back with our gunsmiths, and. It is a family-owned business, and it's almost like Orange County Choppers. The son and dad yell at each other all the fucking time. And so they, like, got in some fight back there. And so there's this little 14-year-old kid. Like, they're yelling. And Shane is 6'5". He's a big fucking dude. And his dad is, he's maybe 6'1", 6'2". So they're screaming at each other, and there's a little kid sitting back there. Uh, Long story short, I come to find out that his mom is Thrasher's dad's sister. Oh, really? So, yeah. um, We all... Not necessarily ran around together, but we were all kind of pretty close. And they still are regular customers. But the son 
kind of hung around with all those guys at the shop and he ended up actually working there when he turned 18 we brought him on let him he ended up going in the army and left but when he was 16 years old we went to the nra convention in nashville tennessee me and a couple of other friends were going and he pipes off he's like i want to go and i was like you know what ask your dad i said if it's cool for you to go with us you can go with us um now at this point in my life i was a pretty responsible guy you talked to 18 19 year old me and i probably would have lost the kid <laughs> But I, told, I said, ask your dad. So his dad comes in. I was like, hey. I said, Bailey wants to go to Nashville with us. And he said, yeah, that's fine. So we take this kid to Nashville, Tennessee on one of the busiest weekends of the year. There's this there's some girl walking around with her boobs hanging out. And he's just like looking at me. And I was like, yeah, that's, you're going to see that down here. We're yeah. in Nashville, buddy. <laughs> we get to our hotel room. Um, it was me, our friend Chris, Ethan Peterson went. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And Bailey, the... 16 year old kid we walk into our hotel there's two queen beds or two full beds a cot and a we all we all threw together to went run went rent one room so we all paid like 40 dollars a piece for our room for two days and there's like a windowsill that has like a little bed in it and he's like i call the windowsill bed we're like dude you're fucking getting it anyway (laughs) there was there was so much that was that was a good trip we uh they like legit sent up one of the big laundry baskets full of like pillows and stuff. Cause we're like, we want a lot of pillows and they're like, just whatever you don't use, just put back in here and send back down and hit the elevator and we'll come and get it. So I was like, you know what? Let's send Ethan down in it and scare the hell out of the lady working the counter. We did. It did. <laughs> we were like her favorite people up there though. <laughs> so she didn't get shitty at you for that. No, Maybe there's some hesitation in yeah, your voice. Yeah, she she wasn't happy at first, but then she's like, "Yeah, everybody's, I guess they're not drunk and making a scene. They yeah, just everybody's fuck fucking funny." <laughs> it was a good time. Uh, I think that's an episode. We got yeah, hour and forty minutes. That's pretty, pretty solid long. episode. Yeah. All right, so that that's it. Done. <laughs> Done. No, hold on. All right, all right. Your April Fool's Day episode. Yeah, fuck you for that. So I was so excited because he doesn't when when he says there the the twelve listeners and I say that I am a fan. I do listen to the show. I even listen to myself on the show, which I see why you don't listen to it because it's fucking weird listening to yourself talk. But then you relive the fact that I know what I'm getting ready to say and I know what he's getting ready to say. But I listen to everyone because they are entertaining to me. I sit on a fork truck for 12 hours. I'm allowed to use a speaker, so I need talking. So when I listen, if I'm not listening to Joe Rogan or something about guns or music, I'm listening to you. I get up. I think it was, was, what day did you let that go? Was it a Saturday? It was April 1st. I don't know. So it was like, it was a, it was, it would have been, I think. Thursday. This is how excited I was for that, that you had another one out, is I didn't wait till I got to work. I plugged it in in my truck. I plugged it into my little uh, outlet, whatever, because my truck's a 2014, but I don't have Bluetooth for some fucking reason. So I had to plug it in. And I'm like, I'm listening to this on the way to work. I plug it in, and I look. As soon as I plugged it in, I was like, well, it's only 15 fucking minutes or 14 minutes long. And I was like, that's kind of a cop out. I'll just listen to it on my way to work. 
I get, I'm Jake. It was a Michael. Yeah. I'm Jake. I'm Michael. What are we talking? And I was pulling out of my garage. So I thought when I lost it, I thought my Wi-Fi was switching from yeah. having Wi-Fi to not. And I was like, motherfucker, my Wi-Fi. I look at it and I was like, no, it's still ticking down. These motherfuckers, it's April Fool's Day. I think I text you, you did. at 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah, cussing you out like you motherfucker. So the story behind that is I shared a picture on my Facebook of me editing one of my videos and I was wearing this shirt and it stopped right here. It's an all right shirt. Right. It's pretty good, right? It's, <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> mine's new and gray though. Yeah, mine's fading out. But uh, so I was wearing the what were we talking about shirt and it cuts off right at the talking bit. Uh-huh. So Michael suggested he said we should do an episode where it's just what were we talking, and then just silence. And I was like, that's a solid idea. And I kind of forgot about it until he came over. We watched Kong versus Godzilla, and then we recorded that episode. Yeah, I know because I fucking listened to that one too. Because I listened to all of them where you <laughs> talked about how you were doing that to basically just fuck with me. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> So we did that, and it, I was like, oh, yeah. So when, then we decided, like, okay, so we need to add something to the end of it. So if you listen to the entire thing. I did. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm so glad. Okay, I fast-forwarded it. <laughs> this is going to make you laugh more, because I'm doing one of these. I'm like, okay, maybe something's wrong. Fast-forward, rewind. Fast-forward, rewind. And I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to let the whole 14 fucking minutes play and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Ha 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 It's better than what we were going to do, which was exactly that. But then Michael was like, if you were any extra, you would be, uh, you would just record us sniffing and clearing our throats and just pepper it throughout the episode. So there's little spikes in the sound. That'd been pretty funny. I was like, damn it. Still- but I literally just finished editing it whenever uh, he suggested that. Like, I'm not going back through that. It's not worth it. I'm so glad that I got somebody with that. I wonder how many, there's no comments or anything on my, on the channel for it. So I was waiting for one of the bots to comment. I'm like, what a great episode. I'm like, was it? Let me see if I can find it quick. I know you're trying to end this. <coughs> I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Give me two seconds. Yeah, you can edit this out, right? Yeah. While yeah I'm yeah. looking for shit. Yeah. I, I'll go through and clear out some of the dead space we had. Oh, I, we talked way too much about WrestleMania the other night. Yeah. Now here's where you try to make it up for me for bitching, where you're like, hey, let's talk about rebooting Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make him not hate me. Oh, here we go. I woke up to a notification this morning. I woke up this morning to a notifi- notification that there was a new podcast episode. I left my house early so I could listen to it on my way to work. For it just to be silent as an April Fool's joke, my heart is broken. I n- I now know why him. <laughs> I now know why him songs are so sad. I think I have another one on the way. Someone get me a piano. I didn't know I was that fucking funny in my reply. <laughs> So to understand that, uh, years and years ago, we had a piano at our old house, and Buddy came over. <laughs> Is it still here? Because no, no, I've we, got another song. <laughs> no, we got rid of it. We oh. sold it. We didn't even sell it. No, we we're just like, if you want it, come get it. And uh, but he comes over and he just opens up. And he's just like, bonk, 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 bonk. Look, I wrote a hymn song. <laughs> and 
for the longest time. That just anytime I bring up him, he says, "I wrote a hymn song once." <laughs> God, that was so good. That was the best way to wake up to that text. Was I was like, ah, you think? Do God, I, do I still? Have, what time did I send that to you? I hope it was five oh four a.m. Yeah. I hope I woke you up. You, you did. didn't reply back to me till ten thirty though, <laughs> and I just got LMAO. So you were still fucking asleep. You didn't even acknowledge it. <laughs> It was so good. You got me, motherfucker. I'm going to release it again next year, too. <laughs> Same episode. Give me a heads up. <laughs> hey, don't listen to this, by the way. Don't I get sh- your hopes up. I shouldn't have. I I, got, I warned Zach about it because I was just... Because I, I was proud of what it. What the fuck? I was proud of it, and I forgot that Zach actually listens to the show. So I was telling him that I did it, and... Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, I did this. He's like, you shouldn't have told me that. I'm like, why? He's like, because I would have fallen for it. I'm like, damn it. So yeah, I, I, so I was a casualty then. Yeah, you're. I casualty. had to be the one. Yeah. All right, cool. You're the, you're the one. You're Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. All right, let's go ahead and close out the show. So until next time, folks. I'm Jake. I'm Buddy. What were we talking about? Silence. Molly Nerdcast.